We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good? Question okay. mark? Greater? Thanks. Good? Great. I can't hear anybody. Okay. You can't hear me? No, it's just cutting in and out. Oh, weird. I'm sorry. Uh, this is episode 209, and tonight we are talking about Avengers. We interrupt ah. this program to bring you. <laughs> sorry. Where did he, where did he do that? Uh, tonight we're talking about Avengers. Timestone. Uh, Apparently, we're we're starting over again. Yeah, this is, uh, freaking, uh, we're stuck in a time loop. Um, <laughs> uh, where's doing... Gor- Where's Gory Mamu? Uh, Gory Mamu? I don't I don't know. Yeah. He's he's somewhere in the other verse. Uh, place <laughs> where it's all dark and scary, and also voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch for some reason. Um, uh, but I guess he likes to do big, scary things like dragons and whatever he is. My penis. Um, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch voices your penis. <laughs> Would that not be cool? <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> I've come out to pee. Oh. Uh, this is a strange place, and I don't want to go here. Um, uh, so yeah, we're doing we're doing Infinity War. So here's your warning. Here's a spoiler. Uh, the movie's been out a month, um, and by the time I post this, it will be I think a month from the Thursday night release. Right I know he keeps cutting in and out. It's really weird. I don't know if you can hear us though. I can totally I hear you. You guys can hear me. Oh. You keep cutting in and out. It's like you just pause for like yeah. two seconds. It's like you're taking a moment to collect yourself before uh, is, saying something. Is it an internet thing? Like, it like... must be. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Because <laughs> uh... it comes sporadically, but it seems to come. Oh, and now you're gone. <laughs> now you guys are gone. What is happening? Uh... Well, yeah, yeah, you just froze right there. So did you guys. Time. So great. This is going to be a wonderful episode where we're trying to, we're constantly going, wait, what'd you say? Huh? Your internet's bad. Huh? What? Um, I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, again, this isn't my computer I'm using. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm on my internet at home. I know this is great for the podcast, but. Uh, you can edit this out, right? N- well, I can. And fix the post. Fix it in post. That doesn't mean that I will. I'm trying to remember if I even added the... Oh, yeah, I did. I remember adding the Rooster Tail to Corny's F-bomb and arrival. Um, anyway, this is a spoiler alert, but again, it's a month old. Um, it's the first time we could all get together and do it, so sorry. It's a month old. People are like, gosh, we're already spoiling Deadpool 2. Well, we're not going to do that, all right? So just it is what it is. <laughs> We all have things that we had to do. I'm sorry again. We've, we've missed two episodes or two weeks in the last month. Um, 
we just our schedules are just weird for some reason this time of the of the year. I don't know why, but it's just kind of the way it's worked out. Um, yep. So anyway, uh, I am Sean Allred. I haven't even done this part yet. I'm Sean, and joining me tonight is Andrew. We have a Spider-Man and an Ant-Man, Jimison. I was hoping for the sack chin, but okay. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. going for the scrotum face, but yeah. Scrotum face, yeah. 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 I forgot the exact line. Bald, yeah. Is that what he says? I can't remember what he says. Anyway. Balchinian. Balchinian, yeah, from Men in Black. Yeah. Uh, Corny will join us in a few minutes. He's just booting, I think he's booting his computer up now. Corny totally cried at the Spider-Man part, Logan. Enter random Logan Corny part here. And Sam, how long have you been there? 30 minutes? Yeah. Vector. Internet Vector. Hey, how you doing, John? <laughs> did you hear did you hear your middle name at all? No. No. Oh gosh, this is sucks. Sam, how long have you been there? 30 minutes? Vector. <laughs> Sean, I'm here forever. You're here forever. Uh honestly, what do you guys think I should do about this? Should I like restart the computer or something? Like I don't you guys froze. Froze right there again. Oh my gosh. All right, hold on. I'm gonna pause the show. All right, so awkward transition. So hopefully I fixed my internet issues. I don't know. We're going to find out here real soon. Sam is making his face real big in the screen. It's freaking me out. All right, so Sam, how long have you been there? 30 minutes? Vector. (laughs) I am always here, Sean, watching, waiting. Commiserating. There you go. A little (laughs) little Blink-182 reference. Okay. No. Uh, Oh, okay. No. Okay, it's fine. Uh, you're too old for Blink. Um, Corny! What? No. Sorry, I was loud. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to ask Andrew if he'll do the read while Corny uh, gets his settings all good to go and microphone working. Andrew, what is, in case no one knows, somehow they've missed the internet. Am I, am I still freezing? Yeah. Damn it. Although, that could have been Corny le- leaving. Oh. I don't know. Uh, Andrew, if you'll please read to us what is uh, Avengers Infinity War. You have to unmute yourself first. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) So I guess all the little anecdotes I've been saying haven't been helping you. No. Sorry about great. You were the funniest you've ever been, too, I'm sure. Well, that's not saying much. Now, if you don't know what Infinity War is, what the hell have you been doing with your life? <laughs> and uh, you just need to pull your head out of your ass because it's not a hat and go see this movie. Now, the Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all. Uh, again, this is a spoiler episode. In an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of devastation and ruin puts an end to the universe they and it doesn't really put puts an end to half of half the universe. universe. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound as daunting though. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this internet thing's not going away. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, um, we're just going to have to work around it best we can. Cause did it, did Andrew go out? Cause I heard him perfectly. Oh yeah. He totally froze on infinity or uh, on something. So anyway, uh, um, <laughs> It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. There's, fix it to post. We'll fix it to post. Yeah, I don't think I can. That's the problem. Or I have the time or the skill. 
Um, so, yeah, man, we were all super excited about this movie, right? I mean, gosh, this this movie is the, is the culmination of 18 other movies and uh, 10 years worth of, of building, and it all comes to this moment, and holy Kaboom. shit, it did not disappoint, in my opinion. My opinion. I, I walked out of there, like, exhausted almost from... Mm-hmm. All that happened and just emotional and, 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 and happy and sad and just wrecked a little bit. So, um, was it the Ludes? No, it wasn't the Ludes. Um, <laughs> I don't think it was. And uh, also joining us now is Co- Corny, totally cried at the Spider Man part, Logan. And get the Sean a razor. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's from just up the street from where I live. Uh, Chadwick Boseman went to Anderson. Mecca Okafor? No. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he went to... Uh, <laughs> it's weird how that's your go-to. So name. what you're saying is that even though you invited this woman, Karen, to your party, and she has made potato salad, it is not up for business to bring potato salad to your party. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening, but I love it, and I love that, that you're that like you've been cha- like you've been practicing this accent, haven't you? In a way, yes. <laughs> In a way, um, at your next gig, you need to dress like a Wakandan. I'm just saying, like the robe thing that they wear. Like, yes, you could totally rock it. I'm just saying. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, you should check out Black Jeopardy. It's um, a, a bit. Uh, our our dear friend and listener Billy uh, exposed me to Black Jeopardy for the first time with Tom Hanks on it wearing the red "Make America Great Again" hat, <laughs> and they're like, uh, "I I iPhone thumbprints, you know." And he's like, "Oh no, no, man, that's how the government gets you." He's like, "My dog, you're right, man." Like they loved him. It was great. <laughs> it was really funny. Um. So yeah, uh, this movie was just bananas and i can't wait to spoil the hell out of it and talk about it with you guys because well you're my nerd friends who i talked to about with movies um pretty much everyone else in my life like i watched doesn't this, like you oh i mean doesn't like me that's not it's actually not that this uh, that is very mean yeah but it's also not that wrong um oh I, mean, I must have missed that uh i uh i went Get with this man in hook <laughs> I like this. I like this version of Corny. Um, I went with my wife and saw this, and she she actually got a little emotional when um, what's his name? The the guy who Corny's impersonating died. Uh, the uh, uh Chadwick Boseman, Regan Chitala. Chitala, uh, yes. yeah. When he started, Chitala. yeah, Chitala, yeah. Uh, his demise. Um, anyway, I feel like uh, I guess I'll, I'll we'll back it up. We'll, we'll we'll start kind of how we'll do as we normally do in our in our shows where we talk about our um, initial thoughts of the movie and we'll, we'll kind of go from there. I, I don't want to like spend the whole movie on the last ten minutes of the, or the whole episode of this episode on just the last ten minutes of the movie. Though we probably could, um, but I don't I don't want to. Um, uh, even though the last 10 minutes were just bananas. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. Oh, that seriously, dude, that wrecked me. I was just like, oh, that sucks, kid. It totally, it totally wrecked me. He's like, this oh, is going to be a bad day for you. 
<laughs> this is no place to die, is what he said. And that got me doing too. So, Andrew, you're, you're up, sir. Uh, I guess you're kind of your initial whatever. The last 10 minutes of the movie wrecked me. The first five minutes of the movie uh, put me in shock. And I spent the rest of the movie almost like how you would prepare yourself for a relative that's really old who you know is going to die very soon. Yes. Because the whole movie I sat there thinking, I'm not going to see you again in about two hours for another year. (laughs) And it was uh, a hard movie to watch, knowing how it was going to be. You know, I didn't know what was going to happen exactly, but I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I knew this was not going to end well. Um, From the very beginning of the film, when Loki, uh, I mean, that the scene where his neck just is snapped and he's just dangling there. I thought, so this is how this is going to (laughs) be. Like, (laughs) Thanos is just going to come in and just kick the shit out of everybody. And that's pretty much what he did. And and you thought there was a little bit of hope when Loki says, we have a Hulk. And the Hulk bursts in and for about 30 seconds is winning. And then when that creepy dude was like, nah, let the boss have his fun. And you're like, oh, this isn't, this isn't going to be a close fight at all. Yeah, and then I felt like the Hulk just needed some Viagra because... He had some performance issues, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and he just... I don't that's, know. Probably the, that's probably the best thing I've ever heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also... I did... Oh, go ahead. No, please. No, I, I, regarding the Hulk, I did really enjoy the image of kind of the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde in one face there for a moment that we got... I forget when it was in the film, but... I think it was towards the end, wasn't it? Or he was trying to, yeah, yeah, trying to get him to come out, right? And it was like a, it was almost like Two Face, in a way. Uh, but uh, that whole struggle in the film, I really appreciated. But I also got really irritated about it because <laughs> I thought if he could just Hulk wake out. that, yeah, yeah, then we could have a little bit of action here. Sorry. And dishes that are done. <laughs> uh, he's going to mute while that uh, loud noise goes. So, I'll, Corn, I'll let you jump in here while uh, Andrew waits out the ear-splitting noise. <laughs> All right. So, um, I'll, I'll make it quick because there'll be tons of things I guess I'll say. I have to provide my comic book information. Uh, I thought this movie went – I'll be honest with you. I wanted it to be more violent. Uh, Thanos – in the past is well, depending on which version of the Infinity Wars you want to, I mean, to go by. I, I really wanted to see Thanos flying the helicopter. I mean, could we not? I'm just teasing. Sorry. What? <laughs> I just I recently learned in a in a podcast I listened to that early iterations of Thanos, he literally had a helicopter that said Thanos on the side of it. Nice. Yeah. 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 I mean, the '70s were weird. Yeah, and he it's was, a batcopter. Yeah. So anyway, keep going, corny. But, uh, like, I, I just wanted to, I mean, 
I kind of got bits and pieces of that. You, you know, he's super savage. But what one of the things I actually do like what they've done with the character is he has an an absolute great reason to do what yes. he's doing. Yeah, he's he's a compelling villain, which we haven't had. He's he's your second unpunchable villain. I mean, even though he is punchable, yeah. he's you know you know your 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 big gun got shut down immediately, yeah. and then your second big gun. Well, you know, still kind of did some things. Um, hashtag Thor is awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I just, I, I liked the way this this went, uh, and I'll be honest with you. Having known how this is supposed to to well, how this should go uh, in terms of Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet, I was probably the only person in the theater when I saw it the first time to be like to smile at the end. I I I was so happy. With how that ended, one of my uh, one of my friends who went to see it with me uh, was just like, I, I, I don't know how to process this, and I was like, you have essentially a god uh, from a, a race of gods who's one of the strongest of them to get something that makes him damn near omnipotent. Yeah. And so, what do you, I mean, the, the fact that anybody thinks that Thanos could have should have lost, uh, I, I, I feel for them. Um, but I wanted more death, uh, but it, I, I got enough. It was fun. Well, I have um, some interesting trivia about that, and it'll explain why you didn't. Interesting. Yeah. We'll go about that. Yeah. But uh, all in all, uh, I think this was well done. Um, I appreciate the fact that this one actually did what he's supposed to. And technically, he's kind of, I mean, he's the kind of the protagonist. He got what he needed. He fought the villains that he needed to fight. And uh, he won the day and made the universe a better place for half the people there and that makes sense and that's the crazy thing when you think about it but a villain that you can be like oh okay i kind of understand why he's doing that and oddly enough this is kind of like dr doom with a little less evil or with a little more evil actually um dr doom (laughs) he's actually picked up thor's hammer before in iterations because his his Quest is actually noble. I I am trying to take over the world to save it. Hmm. Kind of because like, he's gone to the end of time. So it's kind of one of those things. Like I I I understand Thanos. I mean hell, you got Hulk who's destroying stuff. You know, if you kill him, and he says, you know, he won't kill a bunch of people. You know, things like that. Right. Uh, and Corny, I would add simply to what you're saying is uh, to, to this when you mentioned that Thanos is the most compelling and kind of full, well-rounded villain we've had in the MCU, the, the, the first, I would simply argue that he, he, he outdid, uh, but I would say Tombs, the vulture from Homecoming, would probably be like right under that. Because he, until Thanos, was my favorite villain because he's actually a relatable villain. You know, like... Yeah, they came and took his work took his job right and yeah. like you kind of get like oh yeah okay he he went from hard on his luck guy to but all he does is rob things like he doesn't hurt people the only person he hurts is peter really yeah. and that one henchman that he zaps into nothing but he didn't mean to <laughs> so um but but, my, that, but but that gives credence to oh my life is wham my life is bad let me kill let me i'm gonna rob from people and, and like, no, Thanos was like, look, here's the deal. 
I've seen destruction and I have seen want and I don't want to see it anymore. So I'm just going to, I got a quest to save as many people as I can by killing half of them. He'd, he'd seen fire and he'd seen rain. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I mean, with the reality, with the reality stone, he could see fire and rain at the same time. Sure. I, again, I wasn't trying to compare the two. I was just saying that, in my opinion, that was what makes Tomb so great is that he's kind of relatable. Like, if you're oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. looking Absolutely. at the villains of the MCU, there's a lot of one-dimensional villains. They're just bad, right? Yeah. Like, they're just yeah. bad. Like, Loki, I think, is, like, the only other one that's, like, because you're, like, sometimes he's a good guy and sometimes he's not. So he's kind of complex and interesting. But, like... Um, Joy's got nuts, man. Don't. All three of the Iron Man <laughs> villains are just... They're just bad guys to be bad guys, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and they're great. I like the movies. I like the Iron Man movies. One, two, you know, in order of one, two, and three. But, like, let's just be honest. You know, Stain, he's just, he's just a rich asshole that wants to be a richer asshole, you know? And just... Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'm, I'm totally with you that Thanos is uh, uh, extremely, and I and now people that listen to the show long enough know I'm gonna aren't gonna be that surprised. I'm actually gonna relate this not to a Star Trek character, but to Serenity. In my oh, opinion, nice. Thanos reminds me of, and again, I didn't read the comic books like Corny did. I, you know, I'm only the movie guy. Thanos reminds me of the agent in. Serenity, in that he's a bad guy, but he is firm in his belief that doing what he does is the right thing to do. It is yeah. his belief that killing River in the movie is the right thing to do. So he's not the bad guy to in his mind. So that's kind of what that reminded me of Thanos. Um, Andrew, you want to jump back if your if your laundry's done or whatever? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 good. I'm just listening now. I'm agreeing. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, other than other than what I've already said, the the movie itself from from after that first five minutes and until the last maybe twenty, uh, really, I thought was done very well, and uh, I I don't know the comic version of the story. I just know the movie like you. And so it, it was interesting to see how it unfolded, having some idea of what I thought would happen. Um, and it did not disappoint, of course. Uh, I, I do wish kind of like corny that there would have been some more violence. Um, I mean, <laughs> when you're, it's a I don't two know, and when a half you're, hour movie and there's a lot of fighting in this movie. Well, yeah, but like, maybe, maybe not, maybe that's not what I mean. If you're Thanos and you, I don't know. I I, th- I was expecting maybe gorier violence. Maybe I don't know. This if it were a rated R version, I think I would have enjoyed it better. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like when he punches Captain America in the face, it should implode his head. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> so more comicy, comic booky violence. Yeah, but you're wanting like. Not Zack Snyder. Who was the guy? I'm, not, I'm wanting a uh, a Logan version. Yeah, but of like Infinity War. You, I mean, you know that they can't do that. I mean, I know. I mean, and Logan was and great. This, Logan, we all freaking loved Logan. Yeah, but I, you you can't do that. Um, now, if they ever came out with you know a, you know 
Blu-ray director's cut that makes it rated R, fine. Oh, I'm all over it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like they did with the Daredevil awful movie where they they the the regular release. Work for you! Work for you! Good God! But they made a rated. What? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Sorry. Every time I hear Daredevil, I hear that song. Right, from Caesar. Oh no, it's uh, Evanescence. Or Evanescence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wake me up. Okay, I'm with you. Speaking of Daredevil, I'm sorry. I'm rewatching the Defenders series because I just wanted to. Um, okay. This is kind of a side note. We're still the Marvel world, and it got me thinking, Corny. Now I know that of the team, the, the four right in the Defenders, you got your Daredevil, your Jessica Jones, your Power Man, and Iron Fist. And Iron Fist, he's just, he's always, you know, he's the, from what I've been told, and I think you told me this, is that as a pure fighter, he is the best pure fighter in, like, of the good guys. Right? Yeah, essentially, yes. That is. So I'm watching him fight, and again, the Iron Fist series, his series, wasn't great. The fight scenes weren't great, because literally they were still learning choreography the day they were shooting. Whereas, like, the Daredevil fight scenes were clearly very well choreographed and were fantastic. But I, I, I'm watching this these scenes where he's kicking butt, and all I could think of is, I wonder who would win in a fight between him and Cap. Like, I, 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 I don't know why. Oh, I, I, I just always kind of, like, Cap to me is, like, the standard. And I always wondered, oh, can that guy beat Cap? That's what I'm always wondering. Oh, I, my... My comic book opinion is that Iron Fist beats Cap with with or without the Iron Fist power. Really? Or no, no. I mean, like, which one with Iron Fist power? No. Without, also no. But it's better. Well, yeah, I figured with the fist that he could probably, you know, probably do some damage. Uh, but because I asked you the same question after watching Black Panther, I'm like, could Black Panther be Captain America in a fight? Because I know they fought in Civil mm-hmm. War, but we didn't really get to see an extended fight. Um, yeah, I mean, with the, the the current power set of this Black Panther, with a damn near indestructible suit, an Iron Man suit that doesn't fly, essentially. Yeah. Um, nah, I mean, I think Cap I, would punch him, and he would just be like, "All right," and redirect. Right. You know, I think it'd be kind of an even fight. I, I think it would. It would. It would kind of be like what happened in Civil War, where basically, for all intents and purposes, that was a draw at the yeah. end of uh, Civil War. Um, so, anyway, I was just wondering. I, I just, again, I'm watching the show, and I, I really like it. I think it's a great show. I freaking love all of them. Jessica Jones Season 2 was really good. I enjoyed it. And I'm looking I haven't seen an episode yet. Uh, really? Yeah, I, I have actually been behind on some well, things. Yeah, that... you're busy, dude. You're working, you're going to New Orleans and doing all this other stuff. Um, it's not as dark or as sinister as season one. It's a lot more backstory and we get why, why she wears the leather jacket and why her, her company is called alias and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail. I, actually, I didn't mean to, but we'll, 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 we'll get back. I guess Sam, it's your turn. My turn. Really? Yeah. We're still doing the intro. All right. Well, um, I went into this movie uh, after. Obviously, we've we've been watching these Marvel movies for years, and Corny a while ago had mentioned the Thanos story, um, and and it might have been in a podcast. It's probably just in just talking. But I remember him saying that Thanos ended up winning 
in the comic books. And, you know, before this whole thing, they said that the Avengers um, 3 was going to be split into two films. Yeah, part Do you remember one, that? Part, yeah, part one, part, part two. one, and part one, and part two. And then along the line, along the way, they decided, "Hey, we're just doing one film." Well, those sneaky little bastards—they're um, still doing two films. They just wanted us to believe that, you know, it was a one and done. Thanos is going to get beat, just like uh, um, Loki in Avengers one, and just like uh, Ultron in Avengers two. So, kudos to them for totally tricking me. Um, into thinking that somehow they were going to resolve this um, in this movie because they certainly did not. And I love them for doing that. Um, completely caught me by surprise. I knew the story of Thanos in terms of, of wiping out half the universe um, was coming, but I didn't know if they had the guts to do it. And when I first saw it happen in theater, I was like, wow, I can't believe they just got rid of a couple so well, more than a couple hundred million dollar franchises um, in a snap of a finger. Now, do I think they're going to stick? That's maybe something we could talk about later. But um, kudos for, uh, you know, Black Panther and Spider-Man <laughs> um, being, uh, being off in the film. But the film itself, now we have to think, can this film stand up on its own? And I was going into this trying to think of it, uh, you know, as an individual film. You pretty much need to know some of the stuff behind these folks. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of stories, there's a lot of different things um, going into this film that you need to know that they kind of have to gloss over, mainly because there's, you know, five thousand heroes and eight thousand enemies that have to be killed, um, you know, to to do so. But for those of us who were fortunate enough to see these all the movies before this, my God, was it a visual treat to see everybody interacting, to see the uh, the Guardians finally meeting up with Thor and and Spidey and and all of that was that was was Robert was absolutely incredible. And I swear, um, I think James Gunn needs to write every Marvel movie from here to eternity because all the guardian scenes were absolutely incredible and uh, I wanted more of them. Um, a lot of things in this movie, we, you know, that we just have not seen before. Um, I never thought of Thor as powerful as he is until this movie. And uh, he really kind of shows off uh, what he can do and what he can withstand, um, you know, as a, as a superhero. Um, did the movie drag? I think there were some, some moments where it did. Um, mm -hmm. I think we all knew what was going to happen to Gamora. Um, the instant that he was taking her along to wherever he was going, right? Uh, that's his movie, right? And I think they made a villain shine. I loved it. I want to go see it again. I tried seeing it uh, on my computer today, and I think I got a virus. But don't do that. I'm out. I'm out. I, I, uh, Is that what's wrong with the internet? Is that why we're having these issues? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, it was it's one heck of a ride, one heck of a movie. And uh, good God. Um, you know, I, I read somewhere where they actually wanted to have the word snap appear 
when he snapped his fingers and it was cut at the last minute. Good. But um Yeah, I'm glad that was cool. Yeah, uh I just I awesome. I loved it. Oh, but they did put it right above uh Loki's head in the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So Sean, what do you think? Well um uh well okay. So just just to make a little correction, um not that we would get emails for it. But uh, James Gunn didn't write anything for this movie. He only yeah, did. he did. According to the IMDb, he didn't. He That's wrote Peter Gunn. Didn't Peter. didn't the directors do the dialogue for their individual people? Yeah. Oh, did they? Well, then that's not in IMDb. That's that'd be cool if it was. That's true. I don't know. Yeah, let me. I'll look it up. But I'm okay. pretty sure he had a lot to do with whatever the Guardians were doing. I mean, that makes sense yeah, I, because he's directed their two movies, and those two movies are almost billion dollar franchises in them themselves. So it would make sense. I yeah. Just so. That's why John Favreau was a part of the executive producer list at the end. I thought because they brought their writers to write for well, those characters. Yeah, he wrote um, he wrote the dialogue for the Guardians, and some of the he he gave suggestions. Weird. He's so. not credited on IMDb, which is weird. So maybe it was <laughs> not a credited thing. I mean, but yeah, but I mean, to you, Corny. Well, okay, yeah, there he is. Yeah, I see that. Okay, so. Yeah, John Favreau, he's been an executive producer of every film since, since yeah. he kicked this thing off with Iron Man and was so successful. They're like, hey, we want to keep you on forever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see that now. Uh, James Gunn is, uh, is an executive producer. Um, well, that's cool. Um, I didn't know that. But uh, that's, I, I actually uh, I like that a lot. Uh, um, I wish his brother could have been in it, though, um, more. Peter? Uh, no, Sean. Um, he's the guy who in Guardians Two, he's like the leg. No, no, he's the guy who he says, "I'm I'm sorry about the mutiny, but you know, Captain, I didn't. Captain's got to teach stuff. That's his brother. That's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that guy. He's great. Um, anyway, I thought my Peter Gunn joke would have gone further. I apologize. No, it's fine. Oh, I have here's a random little Peter Gunn moment, and no one is going to find this interesting unless you are a music person and i apologize for this story i'm literally on stage at this church doing av stuff and we're killing a few minutes waiting for something to happen and i go to the piano and i start playing the peter gunn theme you know the right and i know the theme because i played it in high school jazz band i know the notes and my boss music guy Stuart, who's a friend of the show says that's that's wrong it's actually this and plays it and i said no sir that's not right this is right <laughs> and he says you want to bet and i said yeah i'll bet you i'll bet you lunch and he says okay so he googles the sheet music and i was right so <laughs> i got lunch nice did he buy you lunch he did um and i and I, he's like well this this production this producer whoever made this music is wrong and i said we can go get my dad's original LP of the soundtrack. You want to go do that? <laughs> he goes, no. Goes, okay. Anyway, sorry. Peter Gunn, great joke. Um, one of the things that I loved about the movie, freaking loved it, is that nothing, in my opinion, because, so here's the thing, right? So first of all, the movie trailer lied to us, right? The trailer lied, which they do all the time in movies, trailers, right? It mm-hmm. shows that the team is running through the forest, and the Hulk is there, and and picking every, up the field mice. Yeah, and bumping them on the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 
And that shot, of course, isn't in the movie. They're actually in a field, not in the woods. And, of course, the Hulk isn't there. It's the Hulk Buster armor with Ruffalo inside, which was great, by the way. I freaking loved him in that, in that suit. It was, he was great. Um, Although I did have a bit of a problem with it. What? Just in terms of he's never been in the suit. Yeah, so but he's super smart. I'll, he helped him build it. So I'm, I'm, It would have been fun to see him um, kind of... I don't know. There'd I, be some comedic moments, I think, that I, are way I thought there was a couple not. of moments where he was a little awkward and like he didn't know what to do or something. Like he fell down at one time. He's like, oh, this is great. Falls yeah. down immediately. I, I I'm okay. They, yeah, I thought they did that, that gag once. I don't know if they Yeah, did. they did. I mean, it was like uh, when they were making the initial run towards uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and he the barrier. Something, didn't he? Didn't he? And he tripped, yeah, he trips and falls on his face and then um, the, the head guard for Black Panther rolls her eyes. Right. I do remember that. So, um, and I love, I mean, the comedic, comedic moments in the movie are great. Like rocket looks at the, at rabbit, uh, uh, soldier's arm is like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm going to get that arm. Um, <laughs> like there's a lot of those little great moments in the movie. It's I, this is one of those movies where you need that. You need yes. some brevity yeah. here and there, or you're not going to make it. Especially after that first scene. I mean, they start the freaking movie off with an incredible. Yeah. I mean, who knew they were, who thought they were going to go that far? Yeah. In the first five minutes of the I mean, movie. Yeah, we lose Loki and Heimdall in the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. And I don't lie, they kill 75% of all the black characters, the major black characters in the movie. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> no, they kill 80%. Uh, yeah. Theory too. Who who else? Uh, so you got um, you've I, got War Machine, War Machine, Nick Fury, Nick Fury Black Panther, Falcon. That. Oh, that's right, Fury. And uh, who's who's my fifth person? Heimdall. And Heimdall, yeah. Your yeah. your five major black characters, and they kill four of them. Wait, did um did what's his name uh Iron Giant win? Did he live? War Machine? Yeah, he's War Machine? Yeah, he's dead. He's the only one who lived. Oh, he is? Yes. Oh, I can't remember. Falcon, Panther, Nick Fury, and Heimdall are all dead. Oh, did five? I forgot Falcon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I saw that and I was like, really, guys? Come on. All right. That's interesting. Um, so the thing that I was saying was that I, the thing that I loved is that there's no way – they could ever have all 24 of the named actors and characters on the screen at one time. You couldn't physically do it, right? Like, it's just, yep. it, it, it wouldn't work. Scheduling-wise. And, and it would, well, it also, not even that, it just wouldn't work organically. It would seem forced that you would have all 24 lining up in a row, standing, you know, facing off against Thanos. It would seem too video game-ish, you know? And then each one takes their turn. Like Dragon Ball Z could do this, but it wouldn't work in the in the in the movie. Oh, we got to spend like fifteen minutes of the movie of uh, Captain America charging up. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so maybe the Hulk would be one charging up. Who knows? And have America, a little, a little green aura around him. America. Uh, so I like that they 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 jump into teams, and the teams are weird, right? I mean, Thor and Rocket and Groot—that's not a team that makes sense. <laughs> but it totally works. And then they meet Peter Dinklage. So much fun. Who's, oh. a, who's a you know 14 foot dwarf, which is great. And <clears throat> um 
And you got yeah. How, how, do you, how do you approach him with that? You know, like, hey, um, we need you to be a giant uh, in a movie. What? Right. Actually, they go, hey, we need uh, we need you to play a dwarf. No, but you're 14 feet tall. That's not a dwarf. Uh, stay with me here. <laughs> it, it is in the in the north uh, Norse because uh, the place they go to in the north north I keep saying north in the Norse mythology is literally translated as land of dwarves. I can't pronounce where they go to, but that place that they go Burgerheim. To. Yeah, that, okay. All of uh, it's Burgerheim. I just ooh, Burgerheim sounds like a cool restaurant. Right? Exactly. I would go to Burgerheim. I would too. Let's start that restaurant right now, Burgerheim. <laughs> Your beers are giant, and when you want another, you just slam your body. Right, your like like Nor- Nor- another. You know, you know, Odin's beard is like a like a thing, and uh, Mjolnir <laughs> is like like a pitcher, but like the handles look like the ha- ha- the hammers. I like oh those. oh yeah yeah so the, the yeah the the, pit, the the handles a hammer, the the glass itself is just the the head of the hammer, right. and uh, it weighs a ton. Yeah, and if you can hold it for like two minutes outstretched, yeah. you're worthy to drink it. You're worthy to drink it. Yeah, me, 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 me. <laughs> I want this to happen. Oh my gosh, Burgerheim! Quick, uh, quick mule near side note. Uh, so my son's birthday is tomorrow. Okay, and and my youngest son was helping me decorate the ca- the uh, cupcakes, and he wanted to draw Thor's hammer. Well, as you can imagine, it looks like a penis. It looks like a big old penis. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's Thor's hammer. No, please take a picture. Uh, well, well, we had to eat that one because we didn't want the, the grandparents to see a penis. That's fantastic. So Mjolnir is no more. Oh. Both Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I actually got to rewatch Thor Ragnarok uh, a couple of days ago because that was my birthday present from my family. So I got to rewatch that. Would they let you? They let you access TV again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, now you get to watch the TV. So no, I again. Congratulations! I, I love Thor Ragnarok because they call you Opie. I'm sure. No, they don't. Um, no, I freaking love. I love Thor Ragnarok, and I. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you're paying attention, uh, and Corny, you didn't get to hear this, but the intro I, I picked uh, four pieces of new music for in the in the cinematic universe. Obviously, I couldn't do all of Phase Three intros because the the intro itself would be like six minutes long. Then because this is the this Avengers was the seventh film of Phase Three, and I only wanted to do five movies. So anyway, doesn't feel like it though. I know, right? And uh, I just they've done such a good job. Yeah, because Civil War technically is the start of phase three. Civil yeah. War seems like it was forever ago, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um so anyway. Uh actually no ant actually Ant Man was the start. The first Ant Man. Wasn't the first Ant Man start of Isn't every Avengers the end of the phase? No, because yeah. no Ant Man was the end of phase two. That's Ant-Man right. was? Yeah, I remember that being weird. Captain America Civil War, I thought was the start of phase three because it was the introduction of Spider-Man, I think. I guess there's a website that probably has all this stuff. I just, anyway. So, if but, only there were a series of interconnected computers. computers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyway, I just, I loved the movie. I really did. I was totally geeking out. And I, I, the movie had what I thought was so great. Is there's an energy in the movie 
the entire time. It's an in, intense because after that you get that setup, right? Where these two characters that we've seen now for well since Thor, the first Thor, so that's the third movie or the fourth, the third movie in the series, right? So we've needed on these Thor and Loki and uh, Heimdall for a long time, and they're mm-hmm. dead. They dead, right? Like forever and all, 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 all men gone, right? I swear to God. Be real upset. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be pissed. I think so. So the whole time this movie has, for whatever reason, there was just this energy like, who's gonna be next, right? Like you're constantly, yeah. in who's, my opinion, I'm it? like, I'm always on pins and needles. And I loved so when Roman, uh, not Romanoff, when um, uh, Scarlet Witch and Paul Bettany with the thing on his forehead are hanging out in London, right? And then they get attacked. And Vision's kind of getting his butt kicked, right? And she's doing what she can. And then that guy looks up and sees a shadowy figure and then throws a spear. And Cap just catches it like a boss. And they end <laughs> up, I think they killed one of them, right? And yep. I was like, I was, literally when he caught it and stepped in the light, I was like, yeah! Like, I got so nerded out because it's because <laughs> we haven't seen Cap since Civil War. And it's like, yeah, it's my boy, yeah! And he, freaking, and he kicked ass. It was great. So You're my boy, Blue. That's right. <laughs> And uh, I just got really geeked out about that. I really did. And um, I don't know. I just, there was a lot of moments where I just, the energy inside of me was just like, I couldn't stand it. I was so excited for what I was seeing on camera or on film. You know, when Spider-Man comes in and starts kicking ass that he does, right? We need to watch, have you seen this really old movie called Aliens? It's like, <laughs> like those are funny, right? Because he's, he's a 15-year-old kid. But, you know, and, and he says something like, we're going to go with his plan because I'm out of pop culture references or something like that. Like, just, I don't know. I just, the only part, in my opinion, literally the only part that kind of annoyed me, kind of tiny little bit, little bit, corny. Yeah, I, I see. Is, for those of you playing at home, it gave me the little fingers. Little fingers. Is Tony's Iron Man suit, I think, has now reached OP levels? Yes. Nope. I, I disagree. Nanotechnology. The nanotech. I gets, totally disagree. His helmet gets ripped off and just grows another one back. Nanotechnology. They, they replicate themselves instantly. I, I I wanted to be upset with it, but again, this is also a man whose armor at some point in time he had embedded into his skin. He had comic book wise. He's had an armor that became sentient and wanted to be with Tony. So it tried to kill him, and then realized that, oh, if I kill him, he's dead. Like, <laughs> these things have happened. So in my mind, of course, he's looking, and, and the thing about Iron Man is that he is driven by the idea of making his suit faster and stronger. And in this, and, and I think harder, in this particular better, universe, harder, faster, Well, my only problem is it felt like it cheated a few, I don't know. It seems like it jumps a step a little too fast to me. Yeah. Well, how long has it been since the last time we've had an Iron Man armor? And well, how much time has he had? Well, we saw and, more. Right? Well, we saw Iron Man in Spider-Man Homecoming. It was the last time we saw an Iron yeah. Man suit. And it was still fairly normal, right? I mean, the last time we had a real Iron Man movie was Cap 3. And it was... Typical, 
jumping in and out of things. He could, his helmet could come off and come back on fairly quickly. Now, I get that Black Panther changes everything, right? We want to... I'll let you do the accent. We want to invite the world to come into Wakanda so you can... You want to invite the world to come into Wakanda? Right. And so it, it doesn't make... It makes 100% sense that Tony's on the first flight down there and is like, hey, a really smart uh, teenage-looking girl, can you give me an upgrade? <laughs> and she's like, hell yeah, because you're not as smart as I am. Because um, that's kind of what this movie made me feel is like she's smarter than Tony and Banner. Um, which I kind of like. Yes. Um, so anyway, so I, I get that it happened. It just seemed a little convenient that his hoodie can turn into a suit of armor. You know? I, 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 I want to agree, but this is also, this is a man, again, Tony Stark built a suit in a cave. You know, that kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you I'm, not, who I'm did not Tony this. Stark. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I totally get it. And so at this point in time, he's had that vision. He knows that he's about to fight something terrible. And how many times has the suit gotten damaged? I mean, after the first one, everything he's done has been, how do I get the suit on faster? And how do I get parts back onto me if they come off? Right. No, so, yeah, again, I, everything yeah. you're saying, I 100% agree with. Totally. 100%. But movie, in terms of movie convenience, it, I, I feel you know, like it's a little he's been machina, right? A little bit? A little bit. I, I I can't go with it. I can't and, and make like, that step this time. And I like as much as much as I normally would go with that. And be like, come on, man, that's that's a little I, nanotech is is not a, an uncommon thing in the in the MCU. And I am again, yeah. I, I'm I'm fine with it. And I, again, it doesn't really bother me. I literally I'm, I'm nitpicky here, right? Again, you're you're picking nits. Like, like the score at the end of my of my thing is going to represent how much of a uh, fandom I have for this film. Is that and I get that they even, they not, not explain it, but they give you a little foreshadowing. And I mean, very, not even little, but like, like four minutes later, it happens is when she's like, she points to his, his chest piece and it's like, really? You're back to wearing that? And he goes, well, you know, like, you never know when someone's going to roll up and I need, to, I need to be prepared. So like, in that moment, you're like, oh, he's, he's ready to wear a suit in an instant. And so I just kind of expected that when, Stuff is about to go down, like his watch would turn into something, or, or I don't know, just for some reason, like going from soft goods hoodie to metal suit is is the thing. And literally, it could have been a belt, and I would have been better with it. I don't know why. It's dumb. But he pulls his strings on his hoodie, and he turns into Iron Man. Anyway, again, I'm nitpicking. And an oh, otherwise, yeah. fantastic film. And actually, uh, if, uh, if if we're doing that, and actually, I will say the one thing that I nitpicked. Sure. Was um, so Hulk gets beat, they zip him off to the to earth. Yep, hey, that's been a long time. And in the fight, where Banner's like, I need you to come out now, all Banner had to do, and he knows this because he knows how the Hulk thinks, is to say, Do you think this big dude is the strongest there is, or something to the fact of. This guy thinks he's the strongest there is. Yeah. That is the that is the button for Hulk. That is I am the strongest there is. That is his catch, that is his phrase, that is his thing. So the fact that Banner could not get the Hulk to come out, I think is is I, I, that I don't think that happens. Even if he is scared of Thanos, Hulk as an entity 
I am the strongest there is. I will kill it with my fist. And he's scared. Like that, that bothers me. But this is a different whole. For God's sake, he look at that, uh, that, uh, oh, what's it called? Ragnarok. And the, the crazy thing he jumped after at the very end of the movie. <laughs> the giant fire beast. And he's like, fire monster. He goes, no, come on, let's go. Fine. And he goes and jumps into the ship. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're not, and Corny, you're not the first nor the last person I've heard that, that that's their complaint is that that's not what the Hulk would do. And the Russo brothers have gone on record several times in promoting before and after this movie saying, we're not going to only use just comic books. We're going to do things that make sense cinematically because if all we're doing is putting on film what you've read, then there's no point. Oh, and I get that. And so, and again, because of the first Iron Man movie and subsequently everything we've watched, I've learned that I, I, Right. I will go, oh, that's a nod to the comics. This is something new. And I can appreciate a scared Hulk. Most of the, I mean, like most of this, I appreciate the fact that the Hulk has never been, had his ass whooped ever. So he's a little gun shy. But in the Central Park fight or whatever that is, I, I don't feel like, I, I feel like he would have come out in that fight. Not that Banner had to, you right. know, that, that, that's one of the things. Now, Second time around, and say he is in the field and he's running and he's beating up those things, and then Thanos shows up. I feel like we could have had a more gut wrenching thing with the Hulk, do, you know, doing his damnedest to hurt Thanos, but Thanos still beats him a second time. Right. And then we see him revert back to Banner, and Banner's like, "I don't know what just happened." Like, I, I, I feel like that would have been more interesting to see. You know, I, I actually agree. I think I agree with that. Because, um, I mean, the only time we've seen Hulk not be fully Hulk is Ragnarok, correct? Uh, well, I mean... He, that's, that's our sentient four-year-old Hulk. That's, uh, yeah. So, it, I don't know. It just seems, it seems strange to, uh, I don't know, all of a sudden have a scared Hulk. It just well, seems strange to me. We've, we've never seen it, and that's why I'm cool with it. Because we've never seen it. So the, the Russo brothers gave us something we've never seen. Yeah. I also feel like that it, if you look at Ragnarok as the direct prequel to Infinity War. Which you should. He, yeah, which you should. I mean, literally. One's finished with a post-credit scene and it starts with that same scene. In Infinity War. Anyway, um, he has been the Hulk for two years. Yeah, right. Two years. Yeah. For a long for a while. For a long time. And it there I think that could even be some of the well, for lack of a better term, performing for performance issues <laughs> <laughs> that he has because he was the Hulk for so long and he was afraid to turn into the Hulk because he didn't know how much longer he would be the Hulk again. If it happened again. Well, he did. Remember, in, in, even in Ragnarok, he comes back and then he says, I'm afraid to do it again because I'm afraid that if I go back to the Hulk, I'll never come back as Banner. And then, yeah. you know, he and Thor have to have like a weird little awkward heart to heart kind of a moment. Right? And then he's like, fine, you don't have to turn back into the Hulk, but I'm going to need your help. And so then he only turns into the Hulk again when he needs to fight the big bad wolf and and deal with that. And again, he has that great comedic, uh, 
a comedic moment when he jumps off the Quinjet and lands on the Rainbow Bridge and dies. Just thump. And it's funny, right? And then, you know, the wolf walks past him and all of a sudden the wolf's getting ready to eat everybody and then he gets pulled in the back by the tail and you have the great, you know, moment, right? So, so he's, he's, he is the Hulk again. And again, when we see him in the beginning of this movie, he's still the Hulk from the end of Ragnarok. So right. we're led to believe he's stuck as the Hulk. So then when he shows back up in um, uh, New York in Doctor Strange's front mm-hmm. foyer as Banner... You know, it's 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 different. Um, he knocked a green out of him. Yeah, he sure did. And I again, I I'm again, I don't have the the background that Corny does. So, a scared Hulk to me is interesting and fascinating. And Sam and I actually culminated a or created a, a theory, Corny. Oh. And and Andrew, that we think. So it's been. This is mm-hmm. no surprise. Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans have both said, we're kind of done after Avengers 4. We're done. Our contracts are up. We kind of want to play other characters. We want to do other things. Yes, making millions and millions of dollars is getting boring. We want to try something else, right? (laughs) And we think, Sam and I, that in order to get everyone back, because a prevailing theory is that everyone that died is actually in the Soul Stone, that their spirits have been... All the all the people that that dusted that yeah that got dusted yeah yeah not not stabbed or broken necked but that dusted <laughs> fair enough um, are are in the soul stone and that the same kind of concept is going to have to happen is that you know let's say Captain Marvel when she shows up in Avengers four and she's able to wrestle the gauntlet off of Thanos we don't know how it's going to happen but somehow we think it's going to happen but in order to to, to reverse it, right? You, know, you collect the Dragon Balls and wish the Dragon to everybody to come back, right? In order for that to happen, there's going to have to be a sacrifice. And we think that Tony is going to be that sacrifice. He is going to sacrifice himself for the greater good of the universe. And that that's what brings the Hulk back, is watching his friend die for some reason. And then, that's, then the Hulk comes back and beats the shit out of Thanos or something like that. Yeah, that's an interesting theory. I like that theory. Mm-hmm. So, that would be very interesting to see. It would be interesting, and and I, I, I and I do think, theory. I think personally, and I think Sam agrees that Robert Downey. I think that Captain America and Iron Man die in Avengers Four. For good. Oh yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I believe they both they both die. Or uh, actually, no. Okay, I, I I sorry. Part of me says yes, they both die so they can be done. The other half of me says. They 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 go off into the wild blue yonder, or um, the third part is uh, some type of reality stone, time stone, something, and something happens. I mean, there are ways to get rid of them that apply, but yeah, yeah, I I, I feel like and their that, death in the fourth movie would make a lot of sense. And and whatever and whatever it is, it has to be. You ever heard of like like those like girls that? That they break up with you, or they're not really interested in you, but they want to keep you on the leash. You know, they keep the window open just a little bit. You know, like, <laughs> hey, you want to go out tonight? No, I can't tonight, but maybe in the future. You know, and so like you're always on the hook, right? Like, like you don't want that with your characters, right? You don't want this. Who is is Robert Downey Jr. ever going to come back? I think they want it to be final. Yeah, and so. Like I, I think whatever this, whatever the ending is for him and, and Chris Evans for Captain America, it's going to be a, 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 a final, whatever you know, ending for them. Whether it's death, 
or retirement by reality stone or whatever. And I think that Sebastian Stan, Winter Soldier, White Wolf, is going to take up the mantle of Captain America. Or that's, that's probably true. Or because Anthony Bucky, Mackie's character. Yeah. So, in the okay, well, <laughs> and also, uh, money, it, money. I was going to say money wise, it makes complete sense for Sebastian Stan to take over the mantle. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you, you, a, a black Captain America would set half this country on fire. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, After Black Panther. I uh, yeah, but I, I still think people be- who are who are butthurt about. The, the changes that Marvel's made in the last couple years, which is why Marvel's kind of redoing everything they've done. Yeah. Like, a black girl is Iron Man right now because Tony Tony's body died and he uploaded his subconscious as an AI and it's now running. I mean, it's stuff like that. No, I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying. But see, I like, the, I'm going to be honest with you, Corny. I would love an idea to have, you know, if Tony passes the mantle down, and I don't know how you would do it in Avengers 4. There's no way to do it in Avengers 4. I just don't think there's enough time. But there's there's some way that 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 Iron Man could live on in the next person. And I'm totally fine if it's a, a 17-year-old black girl. I think that'd be great. Although, you know what? You know who you give it to. Uh-huh. You give it to Black Panther's sister. I thought about that. Hmm. Um oh, that'd be, I mean, that would actually, that would play well. I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, money-wise, you're, you're never going to. It would have to be a big enough actress that people would care about, um, but like, and those and there, and that and that you know they, they exist obviously. Um, and I think Sebastian Stan as Captain America would work because he's doing more roles and people kind of care about who he. But again, remember, no one knew who Chris Evans was before he became Captain America. He was that guy that did that awful Fantastic Four movie. He was a Human Torch. He was right. He was in Push. I mean, like he, he was Snowpiercer. He was well. He did Snowpiercer after Cap. But um, oh yeah. So my point is, is that like you can do this, and I think it would be really cool to kind of continue the characters, and and also people need to calm the hell down about the Fox Disney buyout. That's not confirmed yet. It's no. still pending. So. We we may never get Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in an MCU movie. It may never happen. He may get too old. He's already said he's he's not doing it. Yeah, more, I was right? going to say he's already. Well, he said he would not do it more unless it was in an MCU Avengers movie. Mm. That was his literally only condition. But but I think at this point in time we we've saw Logan. We can't go back. We can't. Well, you can't. Right. Remember Old Man no, Logan? No, no. That that movie's twenty years in the future. Well, no, that's no, no, true. I mean, <laughs> We, there's a lot of killing he can do uh, before he gets to that moment. McElroy or Stewart. I mean, there's who knows what the timeline is. <laughs> I, I just think I honestly think that that Fox needs to just stop with the X Men for a while until yes. well, until either it's Disney that buys them or whoever somebody else is bidding on it too. I can't remember who, but whoever no, buys I, it, Disney's probably laughing like you really because we made we made the money to buy you this weekend, um, right? The CW is the other. Yeah, CW. Um, and make them all pretty, and um, there's sex everywhere. Just right. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. Anyway, um, so Corny and I. So Andrew and Sam, I ask you. I guess because Corny and I kind of gave our little nitpicky things. Did you guys have anything that you kind of want to nitpick, or whatever? Nitpick? No. Um, 
you know, it I, it begs the question that if all the Avengers, if all the characters in this film could have been in one place to fight Thanos, could they have won before he got the uh, Mind Stone? Yes. Yeah, I think so. So by spreading them out, mainly because, you know, they had to with scheduling, um, that was the only way Thanos could win. I, again, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's something as, uh, as simple as we couldn't get all the actors on one set at one time. I think it was more of it's too you... hard to film that many right. people that need to get screen time. How do you make that work logistically? Yeah. And, and again, you would have too much of, you know, Batman's fighting a horde of, of, of villains where randomly these guys are just falling down. You know, like it would be too hard to film, I think. To have too many twenty five, twenty four people attacking one dude, that's what I'm, that's what I think. I like the team ups. Now, okay, Corny, this is I'm gonna have to revert back to you again because I this actually kind of bothered me a little bit. Again, a little bit. All right, the scene when um, Star Lord, Mantis, and Drax, Drax, yeah, when they show up. And they have a little quick five-minute skirmish against Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. I'm just, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't see a reality in how Spider-Man loses to Star-Lord. I'm just saying. There's, I can't... He's half, he's half God. But... Uh, half planet. Yeah, but I, he's still <laughs> mostly dude. And I still feel like Spider-Man could kick his ass. Yeah... You know, like I kind of ignored that. Uh, thanks for for reminding me of it. But yeah, uh, so first of all, um, well, uh, hold on, wait a minute. That is a good point. I never thought of that yeah. either, though. But I, I especially think I have to with, agree with you. With that new Iron, with the Iron Spider suit. suit. Iron yeah. Spider suit. Yeah, like. Oh wait, didn't he do the metal thing, the uh, magnet thing? To I mean, yeah, he 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 kind of shut him down with one of his little toys, but I still. I still kind of feel like Doctor Strange, Iron Man, and Spider Man beat the shit out of the other three. I'm just saying. <laughs> and and I know they needed to have kind of a Mexican standoff in order for them to realize they're on the same team. Like I get that. It just the way it kind of happened in the moment. I was like, okay, there's no way. I know he got in with the little zappy thing, but still, like Spider Man would have sensed that coming, jumped out of the way, and like. See, actually, I will say this: Spider Sense only works when he's in danger. If he's not in danger, it actually it doesn't work. Is it so? Is it just danger in general? Because it, it is danger. It is legit danger to him. Well, the, if the, first if the time shot is not. But the so what was the danger when he first saw it in the uh, bus? Right. That's when, yeah. He he wasn't. That thing was so evil. It, it, it like that thing was evil. So it alerted him that there's evil nearby, and things are bad. Things are going to happen to him. I mean, like it was like, hey, this will happen. Sorry, that's. Just, I'm sorry. It's it's comic book stuff. I know I'm stretching here. Yeah. But yes, I actually I do agree <laughs> the fact that so James Gunn. I mean, not James Gunn. Uh, Star Lord shoots the thing. He dodges it. He webs him. That's taken care of. Drax. He just dodges around him. He webs Drax and shoots him. I mean, yeah. Technically, yeah, they should have won. Okay. They should have won. Here's the other. Here's the other thing about Drax, and I didn't realize this until I saw one of those stupid clickbaity things that you see on Facebook. But Drax, in one of the iterations, killed Thanos. Yes. He, and, yeah. 
He removed his heart, punched him in the chest, and took his heart out. Right. So, I kind of feel like the comic book version of Drax is more badass than the version we've seen on TV. Yes. Very much so. Like, I almost feel like Drax, though he, he has the best lines of anyone on film. Like, he has the best one-liners. The whole yes. bit where he's standing there eating soup. Eating chips. And, and like... <laughs> <laughs> I can move so slow. I've been like, how long have you been standing here? I've been here 30 minutes. No, you haven't. You know? <laughs> I've learned how to disappear. Like, like that stuff is hysterical. I love all of his dialogue. Who, who, where is Gamora? I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? I'll do you or one what better. Is Gamora? Why is Gamora? Like, what? <laughs> um, uh, but I just feel like he needs to not suck a little bit. He kind of, I don't know. Yeah, but he never got his hands like you know a good chance to get to. To Thanos, well, I, I feel yeah. like that's a good that's a good teaser for. Well, he was fighting Thanos, right? He was there. I mean, they were on Titan. Yeah, but like he never got a good chance to. Wow. Yeah. You know, got turned into brick, and then is is uh is honestly is is Star Lord the big bad in this movie? Ooh, oh, yeah, he he he. He have to bump. He done messed up, Aaron. Yeah, he done messed up. Yeah, he did did not do right. Yeah, at that point in time. I'm uh, if I'm Tony and I'm like, Stone, we got you know, we got this. Peter, no, don't quit. You know, yeah. as this still went on, who is still hanging out? It's because it's everybody except for they're there's all, one more person. They're all right? doing their job. Right? Yeah, no, they're all doing their job. Yeah. Like Spider Man, he's got him webbed up. Mantis is on his uh, on his head, trying to get him to calm down. Iron Man and Spider Man are now pulling the thing. Doctor Strange is doing a thing. I don't know where Drax is. He's doing something. Maybe he's also trying to hold him down or something. I can't remember. Star Lord's literally just standing there, and then that's when Mantis Mantis is all like, "Oh, he's sad because he had to kill Gamora or something." Yeah. Well, was she the bad? Should she have just kept no, her mouth? No. Her, her job is to say what she feels. Yeah. And she did the thing. And she. No one told her not to do it. Yeah. And her <laughs> and and her character, even from the second one, she's. I mean, she's almost as childish, a.k.a. no filter, slightly autistic, as Drax is. Yeah. Um, that's, not, that's not a mean thing, people. Drax is played autistic. That's just the way he is. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, I've seen several posts about Star-Lord is actually the villain in this movie, and uh, I don't disagree. Yeah. Um. I've seen some people that are, that were, well, and actually I saw it in the theater. There are some people that were genuinely upset that Dr. Strange handed over the time stone. But, and my wife and I had the conversation in the, in the car on the way home from the theater. You know, Dr. Strange is the only one who knows the outcome of what's happening. Yeah. And he knows and, the only way they'll win. Right. And he knows that in order for them to win, he has to turn over the time stone. So, and, and, but there were people in the theater that were legitimately upset about it. Right. Yeah. Well, I oh, I mean, okay. people are like, well, why would he do that? He knew he had to keep it. Right. Oh, so here's a, here's a fun question. Well, hang in there, Corny. I want to stay in this moment for just a second and then keep, keep right. what you got in your head. So Billy and I were talking, uh, good friend, you know, again, Billy, friend of the show, Billy. Billy. Oh, LA, Billy. We were talking and he saw Red Herd Theory. He says, if you remember back to Dr. Strange, the movie, the ancient one, um, when she says, 
I've I've lived a thousand lifetimes and blah blah blah, and I've looked into the future, and they all stop at this moment. And it's because she can't see past her death. Doctor Strange is able to look into the future fourteen million times, right? Which means he doesn't die. He can look yeah. past his death because he knows that he's going to come back. And so when he says there's there is an outcome in which one outcome in which this works, it has to be that moment where he he has to give it up. Because he knows that he's not going to die because he's seen past it. Right. My only question, my only problem with any of these probabilities and, and things is the fact that a lot of times these, these movies, they, uh, how can I say this the right way? It's not that they don't treat us like we're smart, but there's a general populace that will be like, huh? I don't understand what right. just happened. Does that make sense? Yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, you know, are they going to give us such a neat, because I think it's a brilliant um, kind of head fake if they do. Um, you know, are they going to give us that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think that they, Again, again, we they've proven for the last ten years that we don't have to just make dumb action movie, right? We mm-hmm. can have some smart, some, <coughs> some some clever things, and and we can take some risks. I mean, we gotta be honest with you. We we should be to be fair. The Russos took a huge risk by killing these characters. You know what I'm saying like that that takes balls to do that. Now again, people are like well. Balls. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Spider-Man's going to come back. You know he's going to come back because he has a movie. His, literally, his movie is next in line after Avengers 4. But who's to say this movie doesn't happen prior to this event? Yeah, we don't know what it, that movie's going to be. You're right. Um, I don't think it's going to be that because they've already announced the, the, the villain for that, and it's Mysterio. So Jake Gyllenhaal, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nightcrawler. Oh. Right. So, anyway... What were you going to say, Corny, before I finish that moment? No, I was going to say, uh, my argument is that all the movies that are coming out after this one, before Avengers 4, easily these are the next adventure prior to uh, prior to this Avengers movie. Spider-Man has a suit. He has the good suit again. Who's to say that the events of Homecoming happen? You've got several months before this happens. This could be a month later. After homecoming, this could be two weeks before, you know, it depends on who we see, but this could be two weeks before uh, Avengers 3. Same thing with the next Black Panther and so on and so forth, Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, and I kind of feel like the death of these characters doesn't have to actually ruin the next movies or doesn't even have to confirm that this is after Avengers. Although I think it would be super cool if it was because now we know they are alive but the how will drive us nuts for the next year. Well, I, I have another theory. So don't, there's only two movies between now and Avengers 4. And I say only. I mean, that's still a lot. And that's Ant-Man, Wasp, and Captain Marvel. Ant-Man, Wasp, we don't, we don't know much about the movie other than someone else has some weird tech and the two of them have to go and save the day. What I think... Because the trailer has shown us very little evidence that the world is in utter chaos because half of it just disappeared. I think the events, the majority of that movie is going to be pre-finger snap. 
And then the last 10 minutes maybe or so of the movie is post finger snap. And Hank Pym uh, kind of sees what's going going on and finds some way to kind of create a protection thing, hide in the quantum realm, something. Because I think, and, and let me throw this in there. I think they're going to be in the quantum realm during the finger snap yeah. where it won't affect them. Right. Like a different dimension, because I think we're going to get into the multiverse um, part of Which we Marvel. already kind of have a little bit. They've already teased that. So then yeah. Captain Marvel is set, we know, it's been confirmed in the 90s, where... Just before. Um, just before what? All this. By a decade. <laughs> yeah, by a little bit. Yeah, by 20 years. Uh, she's in the 90s, and she fights um, the, what's his name, the Accuser. He's back. He's Ronan. Back. Yeah, Ronan Accuser. Ronan, he's, he's, the, he's the main, he's the big bad in that. Um, so Really? Yeah. So, okay, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So she will be the, so I think, and everyone thinks, a lot of people think, that her and Ant-Man and Wasp are the kind of the catalyst that allows everyone to come back. Because there are, like, set stills have already been leaked from Avengers 4 filming, because they're filming right now in Georgia. And uh, they show Captain America, like, they show, they show um, Iron Man wearing some kind of device on his hand. And they think that Hank Pym has maybe created some way to kind of keep them here in case Thanos decides to snap his fingers again. Something. We're not really not really sure. Obviously, it's complete speculation. Anyway, we can talk way much more on this, but we do need to move on a little bit. So No, we don't. Shut up. I don't have any clips because, again, it's moving the theater, and I'm not going to pull a Sam and go on some illegal site and download. So Get these men a shield. And get uh, weird viruses. <laughs> so I'm going to play this. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Okay. Uh, trivia. There is a shit ton of trivia. A lot you of it think? sucks. And a lot of it is pre-release of the movie. So probably two-thirds, maybe a third of the trivia is, we think this will happen in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Go and delete that stuff. Tom Holland was not allowed to read the script for this film since he revealed too, much, too many secrets for Spider-Man Homecoming. I love that. <laughs> Should have said like that. I love it. Should have done that for Mark Ruffalo too. This yeah, film, right. Yeah, I know, right? I saw that. It was great. This film takes four years after the Guardians of the Galaxy one and two. Both Guardians films take place in the same year. I didn't. I didn't realize that. That 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 makes sense. After the after that, that there's four years now. The Russo brothers have also already confirmed that Adam Warlock will not be in this film. Yeah, it makes sense. We, we he, haven't seen him, nor does his yeah. power set matter or make sense. A, we got a tease of him. Yeah. But, but we haven't seen him. But freaking, what's his name? Peter Gunn, whatever his name is, has come out and said he's not going to be in the third Guardians movie either. Well, then why don't you tease him in the second one? So I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth ad-libbed their dialogue between Captain America and Thor in which they compared their facial hair, being that they have known each other long enough to have that kind of friendly banter. You mean Chris Pratt or... No, no. Chris yeah, Chris Evans and, and Thor. Because, like, Thor's like, hey, nice... Oh, yeah, yeah, you've grown your hair, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah you're copying you my beard or something like that, yeah. And he cuts yeah. his hair short. Like, oh, nice haircut, you know. He's like, oh, I see you're growing your beard. So, Corny, back to your part where you talked about you wanted to see more death. And yes. I said it had to be this number. Of the 24 characters visible on the poster, right? 
So there are more than 24 characters in the MCU, but only 24 were in the movie. Right, Ant-Man, Wasp, uh, Hawkeye, or somewhere else, right? Of the 24 characters visible on the main poster, 12 live and 12 die. This furthers the concept that Thanos, within the movie, of bringing balance by killing half the universe. Can I ask you a question about that real quick? You can, and and shall. Well, in this... This this kind of goes back to what you were asking, kind of our pet peeves of the movie or something that bothered us. This goes back to the scene at the beginning of the movie. Now, Thor says in the movie, he killed half of the Asgardians. Yeah. But looking at that scene, ain't a damn soul survived, mm. if you look at it. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting. He says he kills half the Asgardians and then blows up the ship. So right. the only thing that people are holding on to is that he let the other half escape, like in the skate pods. Because we never saw Valkyrie. Because we never see Valkyrie or Korg. Right. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> it's the funniest character, I think, in the whole MCU. I didn't realize that. That's the voice of the director. Yeah. Yeah. I so I want to see a Korg movie. I just, just, yes, I love him that much. Oh, ghost. The revolution Smart. has begun. Oh, question: Did we uh, ever talk about? Uh, I think we did. How Korg, that character, is completely the opposite of what Korg is. I think we did when we did our, um, our yeah our Ragnarok episode. Yeah. yeah. Because you talked about how like he's actually like super violent and like whatever, but in the movie he's just, oh, I tried to start a revolution, but no one came but my mom and her boyfriend, and I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't print enough flyers, so nobody came. Like, yeah, <laughs> I love his character. Piss off, ghost. Uh, <laughs> I think that might be the name of the episode. I'm making some. Um. There's a whole lot of ghosts, that's for sure. I, I do think that he that somehow some some half the Asgardians were still able to to escape. I mean, I, I have to hope that Matt Damon is somewhere still alive, pretending to, <laughs> pretending to be Loki, um, and that Chris we can only Chris Hemsworth's help. older brother is uh, still also pretending to be Thor that we saw in that bad Hickok movie. Uh, anyway, anyway, that's it. Um, yeah. So, Corny, uh, you're, you're going to get about uh, a minute and a half to figure out your movies, but... Um, Excuse me while I whip this out. We only came Ladies. up with this category right before we started recording. Movies where the bad guy wins. So there's your category. So I can... Uh, Andrew Ooh. and Sam can go before you while you're, you're, you're making your list. Sam, uh, Andrew, movies where the bad guys win. Go. The Proposal. <laughs> uh <laughs> Miss Congeniality <laughs> and Speed. These are all movies with Sandra Bullock in them. <laughs> She's a bad guy. She's. A... You don't like oh, Sandra? I'm sorry. I, I, I was thinking bad actress. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. she's wonderful. Oh. She won an no, Oscar. No, she she's really good. Had I been more witty, I would have came up with three Kristen Stewart movies, but I couldn't think of them. Twilight's one, two, three, four. <laughs> um. I don't know. They're up there with Fifty Shades of Grey. They're, those are just I've bad never movies. Never seen any of those. Uh, well, yeah, awful. isn't Dorian Gray bad? Isn't he a bad guy? No. 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 Oh, wait, no, he's not. His name's not Dorian Gray. No, that's the guy who lives forever in a painting. 
That's right. Yeah. He was in that. Yeah, I had the gray right, right? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Good job. Thank you. Um, But for real, though, uh, I'm going to say Silence of the Lambs with uh, Hannibal Lecter. Sure. Yes. Uh, No Country for Old Men. Nice. And The Watchmen, or Watchmen, I guess. Okay. Yes. Do you ever read the comics? I know no, the ones out there. But... I've seen like a couple, but I've never read. You the know, comics like, are actually there. pretty good. Yeah, a lot of yeah. blue wiener in them too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Corny, yeah. are you ready? Or does uh, Andrew need to go? Or it's uh, need to go. Pronounced peni. Oh. Peni, the science guy. Pee, pee, pee. No. Uh, go ahead, Sam. Me. Okay. All right. Well, I have got a um, a a, 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 yep. a what you call it? A honorable mention. Okay. For uh, Nightcrawler. Oh, okay. And, and there you go. There I was, I, we said that earlier and it was gone. Um, my number three is seven. Sure. What's in the box? Um, my number two is Fallen. Right. Denzel Washington with mm-hmm. the devil. Or not devil, but demon. Possessed. And then, of course, number one, uh, the reason I got my psychology degree that I only used really once in my life, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Mm. Uh, Corny, you ready? Okay. Um, I'm going to throw some stuff out here. Um, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, no. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. I don't part. think so. <laughs> the, the dinosaurs win, right? <laughs> they chase the people off the island. That's, Sam's right. Yes. Uh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh no, I know not that I was I was stalling. Uh I'm gonna go with let's say No Country for Old Man will be my number three. Okay. Um well, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Oof. Uh, I know. Is this mm. I wasn't prepared for this. It's fine. Um I, I really want to say uh law abiding citizen, but mm. That it, de- it depends anti-hero? on anti-hero. Well, but yeah, but I mean, but he dies at the end. But you might can argue that Jamie Foxx is the bad guy because he made a deal with a with a murderer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like there's no good guys in that movie, honestly. Really, yeah. the only, so, well, the only true good guy is the hot blonde. Uh, she did not deserve to die. She was just on his team. So yep, it sucks. Yeah. Um, no. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. There you go. Uh, and my number one, uh, I'm going to go with the usual suspects. Okay. Nice. Right on. Uh, I mentioned both y'all, or two, one of you mentioned uh, Nightcrawler. Amped. Is my number three. My number two is a movie called Arlington Road with Jeff Bridges and Tim Robinson. And Did, did he win in the end? I don't remember that one that well, I guess. Tim Robinson did i guess this this is a category that's kind of spoilery but yeah um jeff jeff bridges thinks that his neighbor tim robbins tim robbins not tim robbins but tim robbins is a terrorist and he yeah. goes through the whole movie trying to find out and then the, in, the movie ends with tim robbins exacting the terrorist act he tried to do but is at the end able to frame jeff bridges who dies in the act so yeah hmm. totally totally bad guys totally winning that one and my number one is um empire strikes back Oh yeah, that's good. So, 
Although there. technically, did they really win? Yeah, they cut off his hand. Han is in is a is a in table. Um, <laughs> like yeah, taking my son to see well for his eighth birthday the solo movie this weekend. Sweet. Me, yeah, I'm heading Friday morning to go see it. Yeah, everyone, from what I'm, everyone's saying is basically Donald Glover steals the show. Yeah. Sweet. Um, you mean Charles Gambino? No, I, like I refuse to call him that. Uh, I'm not, looking forward to it. Um, so. You will call him by his name. By the way, have you, have you seen the, movie, the music video yet? Yes. Yes. It's uh, it's disturbing, but in a weird way. I, I have to admit, I had to put the subtitles on. I couldn't understand what he was saying because I just yeah. couldn't. Like the music was so fa- his like his lyrics are so fast. And I, so I had to put subtitles, and then it made it like the, the music made kind of more sense. It was more impactful, but I think that that's a, a song that needs the video to be impactful, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, very like, much. So. Yeah. Like uh, if I just put that on my phone, it's, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get as much out of it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and just watching him dance was weird. Like it kind of made me uncomfortable. Yeah. But I think that's the point. But yeah, there's a um, there's a great video um, somewhere on YouTube about um, all the inside, um, basically all the references he's making in the video. Mm-hmm. And even the dancing has some interesting uh, interesting reflections, I guess you could say. I kind of yeah. think we did bad guys win, but whatever, I don't care. Uh, we don't have a website to corroborate anymore, so <laughs> suck it. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It's not your fault, dude. It's, it, it is what it is. Um, here we go. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Uh, this is where you guys give me your score out of 10. 0 to 10. Andrew. Um, even though it made me feel feelings, <laughs> uh, I still enjoyed the movie quite a bit. And I think Marvel did its job and it gave us kind of what they had been promising, which I appreciate. Um, so I'm going to give this a. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, a nine. That's up there. Okay, right. Yeah. Just, just also for those who are, are who like to play at home. Uh, according to IMDb, there's actually a, what is it? Box office? What is it? Box office mojo box. Yeah, boxofficemojo.com. I want to. This thing is ridiculous. Uh, how much money is made? Domestic, mm-hmm. foreign, plus. It's at $1.2 billion. Billion dollars. Just the one that they think is going to be a $2 billion movie, like the first $2 billion. In this movie? Yeah. I mean, maybe. It's only been out a month, and it, we're there. So I, mean, I think it, you guys have convinced me I am going to go see it again tomorrow in the theater. Oh, you want to drive to Charlotte? Yeah. I'll meet you in Charlotte. Um, Seriously. Maybe. Do, I've got all day tomorrow. Maybe. Um, hey, let's talk off air. Yeah. So <laughs> Andrew says nine. Uh, Santa Corny. Uh, I'm going to give it a 9.42. Nice. Okay. Um, for me, it still doesn't capture quite the magic of the first Avengers movie, but uh, still well done. And um, I've seen it twice, but I don't think it warrants me seeing it a third time. He's maybe not in the theater. Maybe when he get on video or something, yeah. Yeah, maybe he does that. But um, it had 
had I watched uh, Scott Pilgrim in theater for the first time, I probably would have watched it probably six times. Uh, okay, Sam. Um, you know, this this movie kind of scares me because I, I really did actually want to go see it a second time before I gave it a, a number because I love it. I really do. And um, I can't give it any less than a nine right now. Okay. Um, it, uh, it, it hits in all the right ways. And um, in terms of the first Avengers, I put it right up there with it, if not above it in, in my ranking. Hmm. You'd just be wrong. I mean, that's fine. Man, I'll tell you what. I love that little ranking thing that you posted on Facebook. Yeah, like, wasn't that cool? That was, that was really so cool. Fun. And, and Andrew and I got into it. Lejeune, not I love uh, Jim it. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, I still think he's totally wrong for a thing that, that Thor yeah. was the greatest. Oh, yeah. He's movie definitely wrong. Um, At least he admitted this time that he said that when when it was... Um, yeah, it was fresh out of the movie it theater. It just came out or something. Yeah. But and to my, my rebuttal was, but this is, this is also... Iron Man was still out. Like Iron Man existed and Iron Man's a way better film than Thor. And mm-hmm. honestly, Spider-Man two with Tobey Maguire is better than Thor. Spider-Man one with Tobey yep. Maguire is better than Thor. Just, just saying. Um, we were also in a time where the dark Knight existed. Dark Knight's yep. a better film. So anyway, he's wrong. Um, and I love saying that. Uh, I love this movie. I wouldn't put it above Avengers. Avengers one. I mean, it's like, my third favorite film of all time. So it's still going to stay there uh, as far as my favorite of the MCU. This has surpassed Iron Man, in my opinion, as the second best. And I now put so Avengers 1, this movie, and then Spider-Man Homecoming at 3 with Iron Man at 4. I think that's where I would rank. Yes, computer, I know my storage is almost full. Shh. Um, <laughs> Does that mean we need to wrap up? Yeah, actually, yeah. Um... I got some work to do. I'm going to give it a 9.5. No, 9.4. 9.45. Haha. There. I love this film. I really did. I thought it was great. I want to go see it again. I'm excited for it. And um, I don't know if this is going to kick Jurassic Park off the top for our rankings. I don't, I don't think it will. I don't know. I can't remember. Jurassic Park. No. Oh, yeah. It definitely does. Wow. Wait. Where did, where did it go? I lost it. So anyway, um, that's our show. Um, thank you for listening. Yep. This was a lot of See fun. You folks. As per usual. Yeah. Yeah. Jurassic Park is a 8.9. So yeah. Wow. This will supplant uh, as the favorite, uh, the best film we've ever seen, mm-hmm. our, our highest ranked film we've ever seen. Um, and that's okay, Sam. It's, it's fine. You'll be all right. No. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> you, you want to redo Jurassic <laughs> Park so you can score higher? I mean, you gave it a 10. You can't get any higher than that. I can't get any higher than that. Yeah. Uh, next week, though, something. I'll from, give a Infinity War a 7.2. Uh, it's already in the type. I'm, I can't change it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, except that just. Retyping. Don't worry, Sam. I'll move it later. I was going to say, you could do it, or I mean, all four or <laughs> three of you guys could do it. You have editing power. I guess you could do it. Uh, next week, we're doing Escape from New York. This was a listener requested film. Scott we're doing. It. Uh, Escape from New York, a, uh, uh, what's his name film? I don't remember. Kurt Russell and the other guy that directed Donald Glover. He's not in it. He wasn't, well, he might've been born, but he would have been a wee baby. So anyway, that's the show. Thank you for listening. Um, for those who do listen, uh, we greatly appreciate you. Um, still sticking with us after these four long years. 
please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Ooh. Google Play, mainly iTunes. Uh, more reviews, more people that you know can find us. Uh, it's kind of how the analytics go for iTunes. The more rate reviews you get, the higher you get kicked up. So um, that'd be really helpful if you can do that. I mean, literally, if everyone that was listening right now went and submitted a review, it would triple the amount of reviews that we had. We would thoroughly um, appreciate your love and kindness and support. That's right. Um, also, uh, just uh, send your emails, cheapsuitreviews at gmail.com. Uh, it's been probably a full calendar year since we've had an email. So, But we've been getting stuff through Twitter, so it's, it's fine. Uh, uh, at CheapSeatCast is our Twitter account, and Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews is, of course, our Facebook page. Um, uh, Anchor app, again, I've been posting old uh, episodes that I thought I posted that are drafts. So you're going to get my review of the Defenders real soon. <laughs> um, and uh, that's a fine. That's fine. And uh, GoFundMe.com slash CheapSeatReviews, of course, is the website where you can saying? financially support us to help keep uh the lights going and my computer's working because right now i'm down to one and a half computers so anyway uh and the one that i own is technically not mine anyway on behalf of uh uh thank you corny on behalf of corny uh, andrew and sam this is sean thing thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week Thank you for coming.